Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In this CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast, we'll talk about leadership and how to be a leader, not just a manager of sales teams. We've heard time and again that management and leadership are not synonymous terms. Management means the way we've always done something, and it's a manager's job to ensure expectations are at least being met. But leaders move things forward. They inspire and encourage us all to embrace change and take risks and drive beyond expectations. Granted, leaders do have to manage, and being able to do both is quite a skill, especially when it comes to sales. In order to stay competitive and grow the business, sales leaders must not only provide the tools and resources to keep them motivated in selling, but they must also be able to identify and leverage their team's greatest strengths. Inspiring their salespeople to make the most out of his or her skills while helping to grow the business is key. Giving your team some level of autonomy when it comes to managing their daily activities is also important. Sales leaders provide coaching and guidance for their teams so they can focus on maximizing their strengths and closing their deals. Accountability is also critical for sales leaders and their teams, knowing when praise is due and when adjustments need to be made. Salespeople want leadership that embraces transparency in their organization and that leads to clear objectives, continuous learning, and career paths. They want to know how they can play a part in building and sustaining a winning culture. Our guest today is Tracy Capteen. Tracy is Vice President of Global Sales Operations and Marketing for TMP, responsible for new business sales administration and operational management in all markets worldwide. She is also responsible for events marketing and developing and delivering innovative demand generation activities. Tracy brings more than 20 years of experience in sales, marketing, and customer support from a diverse range of industries, including telecommunications and consumer packaged goods, across national, international, and global markets. She has led teams, successfully supported many clients and partners, and has helped many businesses and business units evolve. Since joining TMP Worldwide in 2009, Tracy has held leadership roles in account services and product support. Customers and peers appreciate her knowledge, clear communication, and overall her ability to deliver results. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Tracy, thank you so much for being on the CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, please tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do today. Hey, Kevin. So when I look back on my career today, uh, I would say that most of my business experience, most of my career has been working with clients in some capacity or another. And so whether it was from customer service, sales, marketing, product support, or some combination thereof, mostly external clients, some internal. So I joined TMP Worldwide in 2009 to do both sales and marketing together. Again, one of the luxuries of working for an organization that helps companies with their recruitment marketing strategies and technology solutions. I now support global markets across North America, Europe, Germany, France, India, Singapore, and Brazil. And today, more specifically, I lead our global sales operations and marketing. 
Well, speaking of global sales, and then considering that you, you run, help run a global team as well, motivating the sales team to close and grow the companies is not just about money, as I'm sure you are full aware. They also want strong leadership who keeps them engaged and motivated. So why don't you share three attributes of what you feel as a strong sales leader? I mean, there's obviously a number of attributes that people talk about for strong sales leadership. But when I thought about this, there's three that predominantly come to mind for me. So one is being results-driven, and that's, I think, for me, a combination of being organized, sharing a sense of urgency, and really focusing on the target. Um, I use the word strategist and problem solvers, and that, that kind of talks about intuitiveness around what's going on with the opportunity and problem solving with respect to when you're working with sales teams, we need to be able to help them reduce the sales cycle sometimes, expedite a decision or a signature. And so that's kind of where those attributes come in. And then the other thing, um, obviously, that overreaches it all, I think, is hiring ability. And so if you don't have quality reps and then you don't hold those quality reps accountable, you're ultimately not going to get sales. And that's going to creep up and get you. Absolutely. So when it comes to, to inspiring, based on those attributes, when it comes to inspiring your salespeople to make the most out of their skills while helping to grow the business, what do you recommend in that regard? Like this might sound a bit cliche, but I read this in an article and I liked it. So it talks about establishing an environment where sales team members continually seek to prove themselves. But I mean, really what that means is, as with a lot of other leadership, public recognition always helps providing opportunities for them to share best practices amongst themselves. And for me, I think a lot about being fair, especially when it comes to territory and account assignments. And then overall, uh, you have to help. And so sometimes you just have to dig in and, you know, help get the RFP done, help get the proposal or the pitch developed, that kind of thing. But you have to be willing to roll up your sleeves and show them that you can not only lead them, but you can work with them. Tracy, in that same line, there, I like the, the point that you made about publicly acknowledging the good things that their, your team's been doing or individuals have been doing on the team as well as allowing, giving them a forum to share their knowledge and their expertise and, and their insights with the rest of the team as well. What kinds of forums do you do that in? Is that something that's done like on, do you have an intranet for TMP? Is it done publicly at, at in-person meetings, virtual meetings? How is that done? At TMP, I think a lot of it, when I look at what we're doing, is kind of informal, where the, the team that we have in place today is really good about sharing amongst themselves good news stories. Uh, best practices, et cetera. But how we formalize it is, you know, at least once or twice a year, there's meetings that are organized that bring the groups together where we ask, you know, uh, great situations where we've been successful, right? We ask the, the teams that have done that to share it with the rest of the organization and the team. And that just catches fire, doesn't it? I, I think it does when you do that within within the team and letting other people share their their inspirational insights. It kind of helps to keep the everybody motivated and it helps you do your job too, don't you think? Yeah, like as much as, like I love watching the competitiveness of sales because I'm very competitive myself, but it's also really nice to see, and I can just speak to the latest team that I work with here at TMP, is they are very appreciative of what they can take from one to another. And they're more than happy to share, to help amongst themselves. So speaking of autonomy, you mentioned that um, just a few minutes ago, uh, early in the podcast, uh, and it's really important, when, especially when it comes to 
the individual salespeople managing their daily activities and getting stuff done, having some level of autonomy. Um, you also mentioned, you know, helping to, to provide, get, you know, rolling up your sleeves and helping them dig in and get, get the work done as well. Can you give some more, even more specific examples of how you help your sales team focus on maximizing their strengths and closing the deals? Like when you say helping with their RFPs, what's a day in the life of you like to, to get that done? You know, this, this particular piece, I would, I condensed into four, four things come to mind. So one is closely monitoring performance, and that has a lot to, to do with reporting and regular communication around that reporting. Because again, we all know sales is about the numbers, mm-hmm. and you can use that regular communication and reporting to also instill some accountability. And then beyond that, I think it's about accessibility, accessibility to me as a resource and a tool to help them. And then field time, you got to get out there and go spend time with the reps and the clients together. Accountability is also critical for you as a sales leader, right? And knowing when praise is due and when adjustments need to be made. We've talked about accountability a little bit over the past few questions, but how do you, is your accountability overall in your organization? How does that work from a leadership on down? I mean, I've said this already a couple of times, right, about sales being all about the numbers, but that kind of makes it easier when it comes to accountability, as long as you're managing things right. And I take that back to consistently tracking and communicating results and expectations. And that's really it. And I mean, it obviously helps when you have the right reporting and CRM systems in place to enable that. But again, I just, it comes back to the tracking and the communication around the actual results and the expectations. Let me ask you this, Tracy, do you yourself have a mentor or a coach, whether that's somebody internally at TMP or externally that you work with regularly? I'd say yes and no, probably more so in previous roles and organizations, but I have had a mentor here at TMP, maybe a little bit more recently, but not necessarily a sales mentor, one where you know, I've got somebody to a sounding board and somebody to bounce things off of from a leadership standpoint and where um, she actually comes back to me with great ideas that can help me improve and implement. And where I'm going with that is that I think that that's something that's really, really important, especially in organizations where usually sales and account management roles for companies that at least I'm familiar with and that I've worked with are, are usually in desperate teams, meaning that they're, they're all remote. Everybody's all over the place. So it's, I think it's really important when you have somebody that you can be a sounding board for that may be elsewhere in the organization. I'm going to ask you another related question as we wind down this podcast is when you are bringing new salespeople on board, because you also mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that hiring is, is a very important aspect of sales leadership and leadership in general, which I completely concur considering the, the space that we are both in as well. But what what is that process to get somebody on board? I know there's the kind of the old sales cliche, let's, you know, hit the ground running and sell, sell, sell as quick as we can. But there's a lot there's still work to be done once they come on board, right? They have to learn the if especially if they're from an outside industry. What what is your process in getting your sales team ramped up? Good salespeople have the skills and the attributes to succeed, right? And a lot of that has to do with uh, customer relationships. So the number one thing for me when onboarding a rep is to orient them with the organization, but more importantly, actually the products and the services Mm -hmm. and the positioning that you represent. So it's usually, it 
takes a little bit of time to do that. Not a lot of time, but as soon as they have a little bit of confidence and the ability to com properly communicate that, from there, they're just taking what they already know and what makes them successful to move forward. Out of all the things that we've talked about then, Tracy, uh, how would you summate creating and sustaining a winning culture that helps to keep your sales team and the entire organization motivated and engaged overall? What, what do you recommend there? You know, for me as a leader, I don't see a lot of differences when it comes to employee engagement across departments. And cause good leaders promote strong employee engagement. You know, that's good employee satisfaction. For good and good generally as happy salespeople, they're motivated a lot by their own success, which makes it a little bit easier. But overall, you still have to instill things like we talked about already, like focus, empowerment, confidence, and decisiveness obviously helps too in moving things forward. Tracy, thank you so much again for being on the CPSA podcast. Where can we find out more information about TMP and what you're doing today? So about TMP, you can visit us on our website. And if you'd like, you can, can connect with me directly. Uh, you'll find me on LinkedIn or you can email me at tracy.captine at tmp.com. Thank you for listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.